Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we are going to talk about guilt, and we're going to go over how this emotion and how this feeling um, is naturally meant to serve us instead of hinder us. Okay, let's just jump into it. Um, So the first thing is guilt. Let's talk about the definition of it. So essentially it's defined as a feeling of having done something wrong. And I always put quotation marks around wrong because right and wrong are really just a figment of something we project, right? Um, Or failed in a type of commitment. So something that you don't want to repeat um, usually is something that you feel guilty about, right? So why do we have guilt? So like, what is the purpose of guilt, that type of emotion, right? Well, actually guilt keeps us alive and keeps us safe and emotionally well and attached to our parents and our caregivers when we're little, right? So it actually does serve as a survival piece. That's why we are built with a natural sense of guilt within inside of us, right? Um, And so this is actually the way that parents parent um, across the world, right? So it is a natural thing for parents to shame someone into doing the right thing, right? Make them feel guilty for behaviors that they that go against what the parent desires and what the parent wants. And this isn't um, out of the ordinary. This is in every parenting style across the world. So um, this is just how humans try to get other humans to do things, right? It's, it's almost like a head game, right? We're, we're um, manipulating people through the power of the emotion guilt. Um, and, and so essentially what happens in our bodies when we're little in our minds is that we have guilt show up, right, naturally, so that we stay in line and stay in um, emotional attachment to our parents and our caregivers so that we can stay alive. Um, Because if we were so like far off what our parents or caregivers uh, wanted from us, um, it takes away the ability for the caregiver to actually want to take care of the baby, which is interesting because if the if it's the, if the baby's too out of control and too much to handle and too far different from what the caregiver you know can handle, then the caregiver gives up in in nature, right? So they see that in um, different parts of nature with animals and things, and so that's why humans we have this emotion, we have this guilt emotion to keep us in line so that we actually get cared for and stay alive. So that. There is a necessary purpose for it, right? But what happens is as we grow out of childhood and we grow into adulthood, we usually end up carrying an over, especially if you're, you've been in codependent relationships or um, if you had dysfunctional family um, life growing up, that you um, have an overactive sense of guilt, right? So, or you try to escape feeling guilt. So you say yes to everything when you really mean no. And, um, that's where this connects to loving ourselves, right? Because we need to first establish what guilt's primary role is. And then, which we've already discovered that it's actually really good for us, you know, to keep in line and to keep into like 
kind of like um, to social norms, right? But once you get into adulthood, I think that that's when you really start to like take your life seriously and you take your purpose seriously and you take like what you're doing here on earth in this human body seriously and you start to say, okay, I don't really have to play by anybody else's rules. Now it's my life. What is in my heart? What is in my mind? Like, what do I desire out of this life, right? So you really get to be in charge of you and be in charge of what you allow into your life and what you say yes to and what you say no to. And so with loving yourself and doing that and being healthy in that way and really like taking charge and taking power over your life, right? Then guilt shouldn't, guilt is going to pop up because naturally through time, through your past, you, it, it was your friend, right? Keeping you safe, keeping you alive, but now you don't need that anymore. And not to say that guilt is never going to be useful because it is useful, right? Um, it's good for keeping us, um, like reminding us of times that we want things to be different, right? But it's, a temporary emotion and that's the key to guilt is that guilt is supposed to be a temporary emotion that points you in the right direction so you're if you just try to stay away from the guilt and you try to pretend like it doesn't exist or you try to run from it that is doing things like um, never saying you know no to someone always saying yes so that you don't have to feel guilty right um all those things and the the way to go towards guilt is just to experience the feeling and know what part of your journey you're on and to accept the feeling and let it go let it be temporary don't let it just stick around because that's when we end up letting guilt be harmful to us right or when we try to run away from it, it controls our life by making us make choices that really aren't for our heart and what we really want. So, um, the best thing or the best way to go about this, um, is to, is to recognize if you have an overactive, um, sense of guilt or like a, uh, misplaced guilt, right? So the way to check that is, so People that have misplaced guilt or an overactive sense of guilt, usually from a codependent childhood, they will um, feel guilty for basic things and their basic needs, for taking care of themselves, for loving themselves, right? Um, I know that throughout my life, I really, really, truly felt this. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry for the background noise. Um, I live in an apartment and they are doing the yard today, so there's a lot of machines out there. So sorry for the background noise. We'll try to just um, get through it. Hopefully it's not too noisy for you guys, but, um, yeah. So feeling guilty for, um, asking for what you need, feeling guilty for saying no and, um, feeling, feeling guilty for taking care of yourself in general. Like if you do something and I know that I'm so, as a mom, I'm so guilty of this work. Like if I have a chiropractic appointment or a nail appointment or anything, right. I feel guilty leaving my children when why should I feel guilty? Like that is something that I'm doing to take care of my body and taking care of my, my, you know, beauty, my mind, my emotions. So don't you, you don't need to feel guilty for taking care of yourself. That is part of self care, which is part of loving yourself, which is actually part of loving other people we've discovered on this um, podcast. So another one is putting yourself as a priority. So remember, you are a priority in your life, in your story, and you should always be there. I know that as parents and as, um, you know, really giving and loving, kind-hearted people, we want to put everybody above us. But when you do that and you put yourself 
below people, you're actually not loving them the way that you think you are. You think that you're loving them, but what you're really doing is you're teaching them, first off, a negative behavior, right? You're teaching them um, to act, you're enabling them to be an unhealthy person that wants to take advantage of someone else because a real true person that loves another would not want that person to put themselves below you. You They would want you to be the first priority to yourself because that's healthy and that is loving yourself. And someone who is healthy would want that for you, okay? So you're enabling and setting them up to, for failure because you're setting them up to... to uh, you know, to take, like, essentially to, to steal from someone else, right? Steal someone's energy and that's not good. Um, so putting yourself as a party, if you, if you feel guilty for that, you need to rewind and undo, um, that wound of yours, right? Uh, figure out why you feel guilty for it. I know for me, for many, many years, um, it was because I was taught as a child that my needs didn't come first and that if, if I could just sacrifice myself, that I could usually get a positive reaction out of people. I could usually get some positive, like happy, um, you know, like they were nice to me when on the regular, they might be really crude or not want to, you know, be around me. But if I sacrificed and if I put them on a pedestal, then they would be friendly and give me the good, happy, like face and reaction and friendly, um, that I was wanting to, um, experience. Right. And so if you're like me, if you're in a codependent relationship as a child, and if you, um, or if you just came from a home where you were neglected and you really, you know, maybe you came from a single mom home where your dad wasn't around, um, and your mom had to work several jobs just to keep food on the table and she didn't have time to check in and see if you were okay. Right. Um, even those, you know, she's heroic, right? We're not talking bad about our parents, but, um, that really makes a codependent uh, relationship. It makes you have to fend for yourself when you're not ready, right? It makes you have to um, be in survival mode in moments when you should just be in development mode, right? Um, so then when it does come to adulthood, um, it usually either goes to one or one of two ways, right? It goes that you either are a super people pleaser and you put everybody above yourself or it's the complete opposite, right? Or you just have had enough and you just say enough with everybody else and you have extreme um, boundaries where you push everybody away and you're so private and no one can get close to you and you're above everybody else, right? So either way is not really great. It's not healthy. It's not a fulfilling life. It's not where you choose to be. It's somewhere where I think that you go when you're in pain and that you're wounded, right? So we want to be in the middle of that spectrum. We want to be in that healthy, good middle spot where you're balanced, where you feel, um, you feel like a priority to yourself and that you have completed and fulfilled all the parts of you that need to be fulfilled. So then everything else just kind of just seems natural and fulfilling other people and loving on other people just feels good because you're in a good spot where you're fulfilled already. You don't need someone else to come in and, you know, fill you up. Right. Um, and then another place is doing what you want to make you happy. So I know, um, you know, coming from, you know, different types of relationships within my life that weren't super healthy. I know that I did that where it was like, I wouldn't do what made me happy because other people either made fun of me or because 
it just wasn't accepted in kind of like the small family culture that I was living in um, or because um, taking time out for myself just wasn't, you know, uh, it just made me feel guilty, right? And and it, that's the thing is like own that guilt, right? Um, sometimes we want to say like, oh, the my, my partner or oh, my family is making me feel guilty for this, right? But I want you to take your power back in this moment and I want you to say to yourself, I'm not going to put my emotions on anyone, right? I'm going to hold that emotion and I'm going to, I'm going to say to myself that I have lived a life that has created the perfect recipe for me to feel all the emotions that I need to feel. And now this one isn't serving me and I'm not going to put that and blame that on anyone else. I'm feeling that, right? And once I feel in the right emotion for myself and I get myself balanced and I get myself feeling good, then I can see clearly, right? And when I see clearly, then I can see if there really are any gaps with anybody else, right? And that's the beautiful thing about this whole loving yourself thing, right? And even like removing this whole sense of guilt is that once you get to that place of really truly um, filling yourself up and really truly like feeling confident about who you are, what you're doing, where you're going in life, you you really do, you seek things clearly. And then the people that are being truly unhealthy, you don't even have to tell them they're being unhealthy, right? You just can watch and they're not going to be attracted to you anymore. Like, um, yeah, they might be attracted to their projections of you or, you know, all these different things, but they're going to like, essentially their energy is going to be repelled from you because when you're doing healthy things, an unhealthy person doesn't really like that. And that's another part of this guilt section that we're going to go into too, is that when you're in an adult relationship, right? So you go from a childhood of codependency or just an unhealthy dysfunctional environment where you're, you know, you know, emotions are in survival mode constantly and you're, you know, feeling weird, different things. Um, and just trying to keep yourself calm. You're just trying to keep yourself from not being a weirdo and not freaking out and not feeling the pain that's actually going on from the dysfunction that's in your environment, right? So you go from that kind of childhood and you end up as an adult and you're in these adult relationships and nobody has a map, right? Nobody has like a clear blueprint of like how to be in each relationship with one another because everybody's unique. Everybody's different. We all have different needs. We all have different um, ways of wanting to enjoy one another, ways of wanting to be like love, to express love, to like, to be honest with and authentic with one another. So every single relationship in your life is going to be unique, right? It's going to be different. But the thing that to remember is that once you're in these adult relationships, even though you don't have the map to someone else, if you have the map to yourself, if you have really taken the time to like love on yourself and like recognize where your emotions are coming from, owning all of your emotions, right? Not putting them onto someone else and blaming them, pulling that power back and holding onto them and saying, this is my emotion from my journey in this world. And this is where I'm at. And then really digging deep on why. And that's what this part of the guilt thing is, is to really get you to see that majority of the time people's guilt is over exercised from their childhood, right? And then you get into the relationships and you're feeling guilty for things that you shouldn't feel guilty for. And then maybe almost like changing your behavior because you think that the other person is wanting you to do something because you're feeling guilty, right? So you're like, oh, that's that emotion is my sign. Like I'm feeling negative emotion, which means it's my sign to do something different. 
And so you don't do what your heart desired, and instead you retreat, go back, and then you end up resenting the partner you're with or the person or whatever relationship. It could be a friend, it could be a family member, I don't know. But what I'm saying is like, then you misplace feelings and emotions because you have this guilt, and instead of recognizing like, okay, this guilt is my friend, like I just need to follow through and figure out that it's first off a temporary emotion that I shouldn't feel for too long, and what is it saying to me? So just remember that usually when you go on this journey, so me and you, you've, if you've been listening to this podcast, we've been journeying together for almost a year. Can you believe that? And loving ourselves or whenever you started listening to these podcasts, but I've been doing this podcast for almost a year now. And I've been on this self-love journey for over a year. And I'm going to tell you this is that now that I've been on this journey for so long, I know that love itself, like self-love is actually, um, like once you get to that place of you start to do different and healthy things, it, it really rots a lot that's in your world. So it rots your relationships, right? Unfortunately, like, I know it's like a rebirth. It's really crazy because you would think like you're doing something healthy for yourself. So everyone around you would be like so excited and want to jump on the bandwagon. And, and you know, my, there might be some scenarios out there that are like that, right? Um, I would highly, I would probably bet against it because I don't really think that that's really happening out there. I think, um, it's very rare to find two people healing at the same rate at the same exact time, right? That are in a, like a in deep, intimate relationship together. That would, that is very rare. But so usually when you start this self-love journey and just like me, I've experienced over the last year, you lose people, right? You lose relationships. And you know, when your guilt shows up about it, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because it's a reminder that you are actually putting yourself first, right? You're actually doing the work that you set out to do that you said, okay, I'm going to put up my boundaries. Okay. I'm going to, um, put myself as a priority. Okay. I'm only going to be in relationships where I can actually be open and honest with people. And when I can't be honest, open and honest with people, I'm going to put up a boundary and I'm going to step back. And I think that that's the thing is like the guilt sets in because of course it's, you know, obviously you don't want to lose relationships. Like, and, and there's people that like you super love and you super, you know, adore. But I also think too, is that not everybody can go on a journey with you. And I think that not everybody is meant to go on every single part of your journey, um, in every part of your life with you. And I think that, um, you know, they either are going to be healthy and support your health or they're not. And I think that that's, a thing too, is that guilt will show up, but it's, it's, if you, if you do the YouTube research, like I've done on guilt, you'll recognize that psychologists are saying that not only do we have an overactive sense of it from our childhoods, but that it's a sign that you're actually moving into your health. So take it as that sign, right? Because healthy relationships don't guilt you into behaviors to serve other people. So if you are with someone and you do something that serves you and then they try to make you feel guilty for making that choice, they do behaviors that are trying to manipulate you with guilt, red flag, get out, abandon, abandon ship. And I'm sorry. I know it's really hard, right? Um, Especially when you're going through this rebirthing like time of your life of losing people. Right. And you're just changing so rapidly that not everybody's able to keep up. And that's, 
it's there's part of it that's sad but it's okay right like because you have you and you are happy and you'll meet new people and you'll enjoy new people and it's 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 a beautiful place to be able to love yourself and and when you're at a place I don't know where you are at on your journey but when you get to a place where I am I found that like the more I love myself the better I feel right but also it's like the less that I need others like to validate me. Like before I used to feel like, oh, I need to have the, you know, this amount of friends to like make me feel like I'm like a normal, happy person, right? But then once I started loving myself, it was like, oh, if I have great people in my life, and you know, I mean, if I have people in my life, that's great. But if they're not healthy, I don't really care for them to be in my space or, you know, and, and that doesn't mean that I don't love them. You can love people from afar and, um, still you can love people from from not being in their lives and and that's exactly how um unconditional love works so sometimes loving people is recognizing that you need to say goodbye because staying is enabling their negative unhealthy behavior that is attached to your relationship right um, the next thing about re- adult relationships and guilt is that healthy relationships won't want you to feel bad or feel guilty at all. So like if they're really healthy and you come to them and you, um, share like, you know, a new boundary or like you're doing something that is going to be healthy for your life and they aren't happy for you, it's, that's another red flag, right? And you need to like step back and recognize that, um, because a healthy person will always respect your boundaries and be like, you know what? There that is your boundary. So you you know, you do you. Unless it's unless it's a porous bound or not a porous boundary, but le- unless it's like um what uh an extreme boundary that is really unhealthy, but an extreme boundary wouldn't let anybody near anyways. So that would be kind of a rare circumstance. Um the next thing is that when going from unhealth um, guilt will be a sign of loving yourself. So just like I kind of mentioned before, it's just that it's, it, it is really a tail sign that I'm moving in the direction of health. When, when I start to feel guilty about things, let like face it and know, do I have anything really to be guilty about? Is this my overactive guilt? And when you do that more and more and you face it and you just like really look into it and look into like why you're feeling that way, then you can recognize if it is just your overactive um, and then notice that it's your sign that you're moving towards your health and pat yourself on the back. Give yourself, you know, um, that celebration, right? Even if it's just a moment of smiling and like feeling good about it, right? Um, and then next, um, just remember again and again, I've said this kind of over and over again, but I just want to really cement it into your brains that guilt is a temporary emotion. If you hold on to it too long and if you sit in guilt, um, not healthy and no person that love really loves you would want you to be guilty, feel guilty about something. I remember I'm going to share a personal story with you because I, I really felt like it, um, it was such a beautiful description of, um, of health at the time and it was a really long time ago but I'll so anyways so I have a girlfriend of mine and she had a daughter um who was doing some really harmful things to herself and harmful things to the family and just just kind of going out of control right and so this friend was coming to me and she was talking to me and she was just saying you know she's just you know doing all these things to my grandkids and you know living this horrible life and um, she's like, and, and, you know, when I talk to her, she doesn't even feel guilty about none of it. She doesn't feel guilty about it at all. And I looked at her and I remember in the moment, just naturally what came out of me was, 
but why would you want her to feel guilty, right? And she looked at me and she stopped and I go, because really in the end, right, guilt isn't a good emotion and guilt is not, you know, a positive thing. And if we really want to love her at a true deep level, we don't want her to feel bad, right? Obviously we don't want her to continue down this path of doing like these negative things. So we do want her to like recognize obviously, right? But we don't want her to sit in guilt, right? We don't want her to sit in a negative emotion. And that's the thing is a healthy person really looking at someone else and really truly loving them from an unconditional place will never want you to sit in guilt will never want you to feel bad about who you are or what you do so just know that right so long-term guilt is unhealthy it's actually self-abuse so just remember that um, and it's not part of loving yourself and um, when we do long-term guilt it turns into negative core beliefs and some of these negative core beliefs could sound like this i deserve punishment and i deserve to suffer and we don't want anybody to ever go down that path and have that core belief. We don't want that. That's self-abuse. Another one is, I don't deserve to be happy. You don't want anybody ever to feel that way. So a healthy person would not make them feel guilty or want to make them feel guilty, right? Um, number three, I don't deserve to be loved. Again, everyone on this planet, every single soul in the galaxy or wherever deserves love no matter what. I don't care. Everybody is worthy of love, okay? So let go of your guilt, take responsibility of only what you have control over and not what you don't. Self-forgive, self-forgive, self-forgive. Um, adapt the belief that everything happens exactly the way it's meant to. Everything happens for a reason. I always say that, but it's really, really true. There's no accidents or accidents, accidents, jeez. Um, there's no accidents because really in the end, like, even things that we feel are not good that happen in our life, it shapes us, it shapes our souls, it expands us in ways that we cannot understand. So just like sit in that, well, maybe I just can't understand what it's giving me, right? Um, mistakes are incredibly valuable. That's how we learn. Um, turn towards your self-love when you feel guilt and turn towards the guilt and just let it go through you. Transmute it. Don't, don't hide from it. Don't try to push it away. Just let it be temporary and then let it go and know that you want to do better next time. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast on guilt and I love you and don't forget, love yourself. All right. Take care. Bye.